What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Funny to a Certain Extent. This is your boy, Alan, again, and uh, we got Ryan. Hey, everybody. How you doing? So welcome back. <clears throat> so first thing we want to bring up is we want to thank everyone who listened to our very first podcast. Uh, we got some pretty good support from you guys. Um, as you guys know, we did a expendables draft with our buddy Daniel. And we have the official results on who did the best. We didn't get who did the worst, but uh, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure you guys know who did the worst based off of one last pick. But uh, Ryan, go over those results, our IG results. Uh, yeah, it looks like it was pretty clear that uh, Daniel and his squad of uh, Expendables came in and and beat our asses pretty much. Yeah, and then it turns out that... Uh, I don't know. We might be, we might be naming the worst draft pick the Shawn Michaels pick. <laughs> I do not agree with that, but at the end of the day, this is about you guys, and if that's what you guys say, I can't complain. But yeah, yeah. But thank thanks everybody for um, giving their input on that, and there's more drafts to come, I guess. Yeah, for sure. We got we got plenty of drafts on deck. They're gonna get a lot better. I for sure learned a lot, but uh, that, that doesn't mean I'm going to change my uh, drafting method. I'm going to keep going with my heart. <laughs> with your balls, you mean. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, again, thank you, everyone who voted. Thank you, everyone who listened. So, today we got on deck. We got uh, another one of our friends. <clears throat> um, he's uh, he's going to talk about, tell us about one of his older jobs and, uh, and just all the scummy people that he dealt with and uh, just... It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good. So, stay tuned for that one. And first up, of course, we got our liquor store finds. Uh, Ryan, you got your liquor store find, right? Yeah, I have my liquor store find. Um, I guess I'll go first. I guess you're inviting me to go first. I, I was just asking, but if you if you, <laughs> you want to go first, you you gave it to me like <laughs> like oh I got some big guns coming out. But uh, I think you went first last time, so I'll go first yeah, this time. Okay, we'll switch I'm it a up. Gentleman and a scholar. Um, so basically what I have here, um, I don't know what the fuck it is, to be honest with you. <laughs> Good start. Great start, um, actually. And it is called Yan Yan. It's a chocolate cream crackers stick with dip. Um, Yan Yan? Yan Yan. I don't know if it's Asian for Chon Chon or <laughs> what, uh, but it looks yeah. like, um, you know, those like Ritz. Um, little pretzels that you yeah. get in a little dip looks like that, but it is chocolate creme. I don't know <laughs> if I'm that crema. right. And the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Ryan's looking at this this cup right now with like, he, <laughs> even though it's his pick, he's still baffled by it. You think he would done done a little bit of research on it, but uh, I'm intrigued. Um. Yeah, it kind of looks like it's in the packaging of, uh, you know, when you get those uh, ice cream cones. What do they call them? Mm. I'm blanking. The Blizzard Cups? No, the ones with the the, um, the drumsticks. It kind of looks oh, like okay. that a little bit. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, then there's a picture of a duck on there. On the There's a duck. Yeah. <laughs> it says the word duck with like a crappy <laughs> yeah it just has the word and then it's like a, a stick figure picture of an animal and a cat okay so i don't know if that's for like chinese new year i'm assuming this is chinese <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, I'm gonna dig in. Dollar thirty nine is the Ooh, price. That's that's, um, that's not too bad actually. Cracking it open. First results. He's giving it a whiff. What's that whiff like, Ryan? It's got a nice chocolatey smell. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's gonna be delicious. <laughs> is that a cigar or what? <laughs> what? This is what? insane, bro. It says. It says. It has animals on there. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, where's my camera? <laughs> beetle. <laughs> okay, I see I that. It says beetle on there. Thick, shiny, thick, shiny shell. So okay. I'm looking for it, baby. And maybe it's educational as well. Besides the, you know, besides it being a snack. The picture of the beetle. It looks like the uh, alien from uh, those vending machines from uh, Toy Story. That does not look like a beetle. Oh yeah. What other animals do we have in here? <laughs> a frog and it says ribbit um, so what is, it's like a cookie stick right yeah yeah it's okay. like a graham cracker stick whale largest mammal they just got a collection of the i don't know what this they're is educating to... you at the same time with this delicious snack this one's kind of perplexed me a little bit it says goat and then it says don't feed paper <laughs> 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 these chinese people with their american uh stereotypes <laughs> Not cool, China. Okay, I think we got enough. We're ending at cow moo. And cow moo. I'm going to dip. Okay, you can't dip all the way. You can do halvesies. Okay. Taking a bite. Pretty neutral face. He's, he's digging in. It looks delish. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> we lost some control here. It looks like he dropped it. I don't know what he dropped. He dropped the cookies there. He spilled chocolate all over himself. But uh, No, no. The, the, cho- the chocolate's pretty solid, so you can't really spill it. I just lost some in my... Oh shit! My graham cracker, cracker stick, <laughs> dude. You are but, all over the place right now, bro. This is solid. This is something kids would fucking definitely eat. And for dollar thirty nine, that's a that's a good snack on the go. Um, yeah, I'm gonna call this a liquor store find for sure. Yes, thumbs up. I like he's 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 not even like he's just eating it casually. Like this isn't even part of the thing. He's just enjoying himself right now. It's like he's taking he's taking his union uh, ten minute break right now. Is what he's doing. Yeah, if you guys got kids and you see some yan yan, <laughs> fucking for sure get it, <laughs> get it. <laughs> Give your kids some of that yan yan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo. <laughs> All right, well that's good. I might have to test that out. I'm gonna drink some water for sure. <laughs> okay, well, while he's taking that water, I'm going to <clears throat> do mine. So I went. Um, I want trail mix, but this isn't your average uh, uh, M&M's, peanuts, raisins. This is your uh, meaty and cheesy trail mix. Okay. That's, so um... it's uh, it enticed me. I'll send you the picture of it, and it's going to go up on the IG for sure. That looks it's... like a um, like a lottery fucking ticket. And I mean, it kind of does. What enticed, so I'm unfortunately, this is my last liquor store find at my local liquor store, because I was in my liquor store for a good 20 minutes trying to find random outrageous stuff, but my liquor store is too up to date. It's not, um, you're not going to be getting no liquor store finds in, in my liquor store, so I will be exploring the Tacoma Lakewood area for better finds for you guys, because that's just kind of cheating, you know, I can't, um, I can't find nothing amazing, but I did find this. 
It's called Johnson's Smokehouse Trail Mixed Cascade Mountain Blend. <clears throat> it has a picture of this hippie dude wearing short shorts with some hiking boots and a backpack, and he's uh, putting some stuff in his mouth. He has a big mustache. He looks like he's straight out of the 70s. He has long hair. It has uh, smoked cheddar cheese, smoked Monterey Jack cheese with jalapeno peppers, mild cheese, mild sausage stick, fire sausage stick, teriyaki sausage stick, smokehouse beef jerky, teriyaki beef jerky, fully cooked, keep refrigerated. So it's uh, it's kind of just trail mix with a bunch of cheese and stuff in it. And you look at it and you're like, that's not crazy enticing, but let's give it an open. Turns out this convenience store is not so convenient after all. It's actually too convenient. It's not inconvenient for this. It's fine. I, so, I need an inconvenient store, goddammit. <laughs> so I got it. All the cheese is melted together. Um, so here we go. First bite of a piece. A sweet, ooey, gooey. So it's not really trail mix. It's just fucking. Uh, it's a man trail mix, if anything. It has meat and cheese in it. Right up my alley. It's a poor man charcuterie. Yeah. Charcuterie. So it's basically just cold beef jerky. Let's give this cheese a try. Because cheese uh, can make things funny. Beef jerky's hit or miss. Like, you always know if it's good or if it's bad right away. There's no in-between. Yeah, I give this a thumbs up. It's pretty solid. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Well, I mean, it is what it is, but it tastes pretty good. I, 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 give it a, I give it a thumbs up for sure. Would you buy it again? Actually, I would. But I wouldn't because you know why I wouldn't for this price tag right here. Five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That right there is a liquor store point just based off that price, but I had to go for it. Were there other um are those bought? Did it look like you know that's a no, it was a pretty brand new box and ain't nobody's buying that. <clears throat> so I'm probably gonna be the only one who bought that, but in, in about thirty days you're gonna be get, be able to get it for like two ninety nine. So Oh, also, uh, I don't really, uh, I bought one other thing. It's nothing too intense or crazy. A lot of people get these to kind of get the party going. And I just said, screw it. You know, I'm not a big drinker, but I did get, and I'm pretty sure most of you know, I got a buzz ball. And for those of you who don't know what a buzz ball is, it's basically the top of a can. And then it's kind of a ball and it has alcohol in it. This is a strawberry Rita orange wine with natural flavors, certified color, and FDNC yellow number five. So you know it's good. But uh, I'll be uh, sipping on that through the rest of this podcast. So what flavor is it again? It's strawberry Rita. So maybe strawberry margarita. Mm. Oh, that's a strong ball. Yeah, not bad. So those are the uh, liquor store finds. <clears throat> Pretty good. Oh, really quick before we move on to this next next segment, I forgot to. Um, there's a story that I uh, heard about red vines. So last week I got red vines, right, and they were grape flavored. And I forgot to bring up the story. I don't know how it slipped my mind, but side anecdote with red vines. Um, so back in back in high school, I want to say probably my my senior year, we had this teacher. And uh, he was a sex ed teacher, I believe, and a history teacher. He's he just a jack of all trades. And he was like the favorite teacher. And I'll always forget or always remember he he said that red vines, the red ones, <clears throat> are great for dates because <laughs> he wasn't being a pervert or nothing, but he was just kind of giving us stats. And he was saying that if you give a girl red vines, there's a chemical in the red vines that make them horny. 
And uh, I never forgot that. And again, that was almost 20 years ago. We've been out of high school for a hot minute, right? Were, were those his words? Yeah, he's yeah. He said that he said that uh, there, there's an ingredient. Red vines are statistically known to get to make women horny, right? And no, he told me this our junior year because I started dating this one girl um, going into our senior year. And we went to go watch Anchorman, uh, the Ron Burgundy movie. And I was like, and I was nervous. You know, I, I liked her and everything. And, you know, stuff had already didn't get too intense. But we went to go watch Anchorman. <clears throat> and I bought her Red Vines, hoping it was going to get her going. And uh, it really didn't do anything. I just thought it was going to be like automatic uh, Spanish fly for her. But uh, I guess that myth was busted or maybe it wasn't. Maybe she was just like a little bit harder to get going or something, but yeah. So if you want to bring that up in the comments or something about red vines, is this true or not? Have you heard that? I I heard that rumor and I, I, I told you about that. And I, I always tell Ryan these little anecdotes and things from my childhood and everything that I grow up. And Ryan always laughs at me because <laughs> they're a hundred percent like not true. And I would believe it for the longest time. And, and you know, I'm 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 in my 30s now and I'm so dumb. It doesn't click in my head that uh, <laughs> some things just don't add up. And when I say it out loud, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And then it always happens to be Ryan always happens to be around when I say it. And as soon as it leaves my mouth, Ryan starts laughing and I feel how stupid I am. But uh, Red Vines. Yes, that was that was a childhood idiot thing that I believe. But a teacher told me that. So is it really my fault? But is it again my fault that I believe that into my early 30s still? But um, you were living a lie. <laughs> but yeah, so that didn't technically work. But I always thought that, and I told that to Ryan. He said I've never heard that before. And we brought it up to a couple people, and they said they didn't, they never heard that. We had one or two other friends that were like, "Oh yeah, I remember hearing that," but they never acted on it or whatever. But I always saw red vines, and whenever I was on dates, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy her some red vines and get her going." But so you thought you thought like a whole bunch of red vines and a Will Ferrell movie was going to get her going? I mean, it seemed like the perfect combo. You know, you would think a female's Viagra, I guess. When you looked in the back of his class, was there like tubs of red vines that he was <laughs> giving out to <laughs> his students? Uh, I don't know. No, no. He, his class was pretty Did he give you a red vine, Alan? <laughs> Tell me. Tell me now. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh... I don't want to think about it, actually. If I start thinking deep, I don't want all these repressed memories to come out, especially on our podcast. <laughs> PTSD with red vines. <laughs> we got but, close with the, with the grapevines. Yeah, grapevines. They were good, but they didn't make me horny. So I got to find a girl. I got to go out on another date and uh, get some red vines. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it like lies dormant in your system because he was a little bit older at the time. So maybe like as you get older, something happens, you know, maybe it's black licorice that makes the chicks horny. Oh, man, uh, that could be true because nobody likes black licorice and no one's really going to eat it. <clears throat> so I used to like black licorice and black jelly beans when I was a kid. I was that weirdo, but I grew out of that really quick. What, one thing that I, I would like to mention is that when somebody says that there's a study, ask them which study. You know, it, who's doing the study? Is this scientific shit or is this fucking uh, some fucking jackass? From so sp speaking of a study, for an example, um, I, I have to go to I go to a nutritionist because I'm in the army. I'm a little overweight, so they make me go to a nutritionist. And I've already I know about nutrition. I think every fat person in the world knows about nutrition, but they just don't act on it. But um, <clears throat> I was talking to her and I was like, um, 
I was like, what, what should I eat for breakfast? You know? And she's like, well, you can have up to like three eggs and, uh, every day. And I was like, well, I was like, isn't that not good? Isn't that have like a lot of cholesterol? Isn't like eating that many eggs bad for you? And she just laughed and she was like, oh no. Um, they did a study <clears throat> um, disproving that it was uh, they did a study at Stanford and she explained it all. And it, it sounded really smart, but she didn't necessarily just say, oh, there was a study done and it's good for you, you know, but she actually backed up her words. So now you can pretty much eat as many eggs as you want without worrying about cholesterol because Stanford did a study. So <clears throat> a little known fact about that. I also told her that I didn't know that the food pyramid wasn't a thing anymore. <laughs> I just learned this past year that they got rid of the food pyramid. <laughs> I did not know that. We are living a lie. I'm telling you for years that was crammed down our throat in every fucking classroom. And now what is it? It's a fucking. I, isn't, I, I think it's know. a plate or something now, right? It's just like a plate and it has. It's like a mini food period. It just shows you what you should have on your plate, but it's not a food pyramid. I think that's what they do now. I want my pyramid <clears throat> back. I just want it correct. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah. There's there's a lot in the nutritionist world. That's an example that I uh, that I give for the study. But Ryan's a hundred percent right on that. If they say it's a study, get some more details on it because you might look like an idiot, and they might just try to sound smart, you know, and you might be doing the wrong thing in your life. That's all it is, fucking people, dumbasses trying to sound smart. Oh, there was a study. Well, what was the study? Where? Um, I don't know. Someone just said there was a study. I was like, okay. Oh, uh, I did it last night in my kitchen. Yeah. So anyway, again, I love how we get sidetracked off, but that was our liquor store finds. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> yeah, good, uh, good stuff about Red Vines. So to the men out there and the women, give that uh, Red Vines... Uh, thing a try and let us know your personal results to see if it works or not so coming up or right now actually ryan has a, another news story for us what do you got for us ryan okay i just want to thank uh some people for sending in uh some news stories to us i mean we can't do them all today but i mean we'll we'll try to get to okay. all of them if you send them in you see something interesting send it in i'll take a look at it oh yeah um, that's what i'm about heck yeah so thank you guys out there um I guess we're going to call this news you may have missed. I like that. Okay. I like I, I thought about that. I, I like that. But there's a lot of good stories out there that we missed. And uh, this first one is coming out of Chicago. And it says, um, a 19-year-old man who shot himself in the penis after allegedly holding up a Southside hot dog stand. That's the headline. Wow. <clears throat> okay. I, I have not heard the story yet, but I am already... Um... I'm already, I'm, already, invest, I, I'm invested into the story already. I'm already holding my dick. Ooh. Uh, Terry on Pouncey remained at Christ Hospital recovering from his injuries on Thursday. Um, after he was found slumped on the steps of a home across the street from a West Pullman restaurant that Chicago police say he robbed at gunpoint. Pouncey was unable to run further because of the pain and self-inflicted gunshot wound suffered when he tried to adjust a 38 caliber pistol in his waistband as he ran off after robbing Maxwell Street Express. Uh, it says here that uh, Pouncey had pulled the gun out and demanded cash for two uh, from two employees, pressing the gun to the head of a 39-year-old worker. Oh, this guy's a... Uh, He's gone for it. He needs money. Savage, yeah. He needs to get out on bond. The victim, who had been passing a bucket filled with grease over the counter, called for his coworker to hand over the cash from the register. 
As they passed their wallets and a stack of singles to Pouncy, the bucket tipped and bills went flying. Free money. <laughs> you gotta save that money. Um, still pointing the gun at the workers, Pouncy stooped over to, to, to collect the cash. Shifting the gun in his waistband as he ran out, he apparently pulled the trigger, firing a bullet that struck him in the dick. It says penis. I had a dick. Well, first, I mean, I'm not, let me stop you there. That should, I don't know, what, why would you put it there? Put it in your pocket. Put it in the back. Like, I don't know. I, I, I've shot guns and everything. I would never in my life put a gun in that spot. I wouldn't put it down the, the front of my pants like that. Like, that's doesn't matter how fast you are. You got pockets. You got the sides that's <clears throat> that's every man's fear it's like when you put a gun there even if you see that you're like you're gonna shoot your dick off and it's like no it has like three safeties it's like no why do people do that why do they say, what i've seen people maybe it's in movies but they put it in their pants or they put it in their their uh, the ass of their pants like isn't was holsters never an option <clears throat> that doesn't make to me that doesn't make any sense like it just seems like it, it's not it's, it's not gonna stay there you know what i mean especially if you put it there and you're gonna run like you're doing too much activity with that waistband. You know, it's going to fall out. Just put it in your pocket, even though it doesn't look cool. I know it probably looks cool to put it in your waist, but it's not. Um, it's not logical. It doesn't make any sense. Don't don't do it because you're going to shoot your dick off. Or you're going to shoot your ass. Don't do it. If it was me, though, I would have a, one of those ankle holsters. <laughs> You'd have the little the old school 1800s pea shooter gun, the, the prostitute gun, as they like to call. Pew, 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 pew. And then uh, after you shoot it, uh, you gotta you gotta put the ball back in there, and you gotta <laughs> you, you gotta put the powder in there, and you gotta pound it in there with the stick. And then some of my little my little hipster mustache. <laughs> Give me all your money. So he he shot himself in the dick, right? And then one of the employees uh, <clears throat> then began to wrestle with Pouncy, and he tried to run away before staggering out of the street. So this dude with the grease who dropped all the money was like, fuck, I'm probably going to get fired. And he, I don't know why he, he probably just tried to get brave. Right. And what, what was, what do you think his process was? Her thought process was the guy who shot himself in the dick. No, the, <clears throat> it says that one of the workers, I think after he shot himself in the dick, the worker would jumped on him and try to, to wrestle with him. Do I guess to keep him there? I don't know. I don't, I I don't know why you do that. Go. Just, just let him go. Lesson learned. Uh, surveillance cameras captured video and audio of the robbery and showed Pouncy struggling to make it across the street, stop on a bench, and make his way to the steps of a nearby house before collapsing. Uh, police recovered the wallets and allegedly that had been stolen from the two men as well as the pistol. Pouncy's blood-stained boxers matched the <laughs> underwear he had on in the surveillance video, which clearly showed the pattern of, of the fabric uh, when the team bent over to collect the money. So... They got CSI Chicago on this one to uh, match the uh, boxers, apparently. Damn, he could have got away with it, but Haynes are for the little loom straight through him under the bus. See what happens when you sag your pants, kids? There you go, or even wear underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. whenever I go, Rob, I free ball. Yeah, that's what I do, too. I mean, you might chafe, but I mean, you're not going to get I mean, worst case, you're like, oh, I showed ass crack, and then what are they going to do? They're going to line up all these people and pull their pants down and uh and do uh what is it when they line them all up and the workers gonna be like can you identify the ass crack do you remember what it looked like can you can you you identify the penis <laughs> it's just gonna be a bunch of dudes with like half dicks <laughs> um 
Yeah, he was not circumcised, so we're going to take <laughs> number two and number five out. Number three, turn around and bend over like you're getting money off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you say, uh, ah, I shot myself in the dick? <laughs> it was number three. It was number three. I'll never forget that voice. I'll never forget that dick. <laughs> <laughs> or I can see that worker. He has like the, the first half of the dick, and he just has to like match it up with like the nub or whatever that's left. Oh my god! You have to like. Oh my god! I mean, he's he's gonna try to get like cosmetic surgery to get it attached back, or just make. I don't. I mean, he's already look going, prettier. He's already going to jail. Like he's a criminal. You know what I mean? Like they had to take him to the hospital, right? And it's not like they're gonna be like. You know, they're just going to have to cut off the rest so that it's it's workable, you know? So that dude probably has like a one or two incher now. Just a, a nub. Because that dude's going to jail. They don't got time to be like, all right, well, it's going to take a couple months. We have to reattach it, give him cosmetic surgery. Then you can take him to jail. It's like, no, we're just going to patch him up and just throw 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 him, throw him in a cell. Yeah, man. I don't know what he was thinking, but uh, crime doesn't pay, kids. So speaking of crime, that leads us into our next story. Ooh, two, you're doing a double header. We're doing double header. So um, is is this is this another story or is this another news story from a fan? Yeah, yeah, this is another one. It's a wow. short story. So, uh, okay, mafia fugitive caught after posting a YouTube cooking video. Ooh, a I like mafia, that. A mafia fugitive has been caught in the Caribbean after appearing on YouTube cooking videos in which he had his face blurred out but it inadvertently showed his distinctive tattoos i don't know why i said it like that um <laughs> mark baron claude biart 53 led a quiet life in boca chica in the Dom dominican republic which uh the local italian expat community considering him a foreigner police said in a statement on monday he was betrayed <laughs> by a youtube channel Dang. in which he showed off his italian cooking skills the videos never showed his face, but the tattoos on his bodies gave him away, they said. Bjart had been on the run since 2014 when Italian prosecutors ordered his arrest for trafficking cocaine in the Netherlands on behalf of the Kikoyola clan of the Ned... <laughs> Goddamn. Some foreign mafia. <laughs> yeah. They're the mafia, all right? It's all one mafia. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to know. So, basically, this dude had his own youtube channel where he was cooking and they fucking they caught him from the uh from his tats he thought he was playing it smart by not showing his face but he was showing his tattoos why would you do that i don't know man maybe he just he had a zest for cooking and he needed it out there he had to risk his life <laughs> in the dominic he's already in the caribbean and then now he's trying to get clout Oh my gosh, what an idiot. 53-year-old <clears throat> man, chilling in the Dominican Republic, on the lam since 2014 for, what, that's over six years? And then he's like, you know what? I'm a really good cook, and YouTube, the world needs to know about this. But again, the world doesn't need to know who I am. I'll just cover up my face, but I gotta show my sick-ass tattoos still. They won't find me. I'm gonna make some classic, authentic SpaghettiOs from Italy. It needs to be out there. 
He was probably like, eat your heart out, Chef Boyardee. I'm going to show you how it's really done. <laughs> Fat Tony here. <laughs> he probably had a big He should have. He should have showed his face, but had like a big fake Italian mustache, wore like the big chef hat and some sunglasses. He could have got away with it. He could have still showed his face. Long sleeves, buddy. Long sleeves. But yeah. you know what? When you're in the kitchen, you got to get dirty and you got to roll up the sleeves. That's true. I, I, yeah. If you watch all those cooking shows, they're not they're not long sleeving. It gets hot in the kitchen. He probably had on like gold rings that had his name <laughs> on it. Yeah. yeah. The chain with his name on it. And he's like he had like his wife's name tattooed on his chest and his kids and stuff. <laughs> he's probably just shirtless, like just a, a fat, hairy Italian guy. So, you know, if we learn anything, it's make sure, uh, make sure cover you keep up. your, yeah, cover up. Don't, you don't, don't go chasing all this YouTube fame for your freedom for, uh, is at stake. I, I love in the article how it says he was betrayed by a YouTube channel. It's like what Scar did to Mufasa. He betrayed him. That's like straight mafia shit too. Like you just got double crossed by a fucking, <laughs> by somebody, you know, by a thing now, an entity. And what's uh <clears throat> when he goes to jail? What what is he? How'd you get caught? He has to come up with. He's is. You think he's being honest, or you think he's uh? Oh, think no, he's <laughs> he's lying. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody sees it. Maybe somebody found out. But man, he would probably get fucking so made fun of for that, right? <laughs> like, did what? This motherfucker did what? Yeah, I was smuggling cocaine. Uh, I was on the lam for six years. Oh, what did you win, man? Oh, uh, someone saw me and snitched me out. Don't I killed that guy though? It was, it was. What, what did you have? Some, some fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> it was to die for. Oh man! So, uh, yeah, that's gonna wrap up our um, news. You may have missed. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, those two stories. Those were great, and. Uh, I really appreciate the fact that you guys are submitting these stories and letting the world know uh, what they may have missed and kind of what's going on besides all this, uh, all the big news. But uh, yeah, so coming up right now, uh, we have on deck again, one of our friends, and he's going to educate us about stuff that you kind of wouldn't think about. So here it is. This episode is brought to you by the Fresno Board of Touristic Attractions, which encourages you to take a trip down to Fresno and get a breath of fresh air. Not literally, Fresno has some of the worst air quality in the nation. Remember to visit Fresno's hidden gems such as Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Yosemite National Park. And while you're here, remember to lock your car doors and hide your valuables, because your shit will get jacked. So come on down to Fresno. Fresno, California's butthole. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, so we got a new segment right now, even though it's only our second episode, everything's going to be pretty much new, but we got the segment um, and we're calling it. What would you say you do here? Uh, so our uh, our guest is uh, our buddy, Johnny. He's a former loss prevention uh, uh, worker at Home Depot. And uh, so loss prevention is basically, uh, I guess the security you'd say, right, Johnny? Yeah, man, it was, uh, we, we busted the dirt bags that would steal from Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah, so 
we wanted to talk to you about that. So uh, one of the first questions we got is, do you remember the first person that you ever caught? Well, the very first question is, um, I reject is my question. Loss pre- is it loss prevention or is it uh, asset protection? What do you, which well, do you prefer? To call well, it? it was, I mean, it, at first, you know, uh, in the quote unquote cowboy days was. Did was, loss prevention get canceled? Yeah, it got canceled. Yeah, it got canceled because loss prevention was, there's such a bad name behind it, you know, because it was a bunch of guys, like a bunch of tough guys, you know, walking around, walking around the store and, or want to be tough guys, whatever it was that would just beat people up. And, uh, you know, yeah. when we got uh, there, some people got into some trouble and then they had to, uh, they had to, uh, change it to asset protection. So you're saying that you were loss prevention and they grandfathered you into asset protection. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. Would have thunk that one. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> but it was, it was wild, dude. I did that for, I mean, I, I never did loss prevention or anything like that until I worked for Home Depot and like three months in, three months in, like back in 2006, um, somebody came up to me and like, Hey, you know, you'd be a really good loss prevention guy. And I was like, really? Well, that seems pretty cool. Like to walk around the store, you make your own schedule, you catch people stealing. I was like, I'm good with that. I was like, screw it. So they gave what did, me that what did, job. What'd you do originally when you got there? What were you before you were freaking, lost? I worked in garden. I got oh. hired on in garden part-time. And the only reason I applied at Home Depot, and here's like a little bit of backstory, was I worked for my family. I worked for my uncle, who was a labor contractor. And the only reason I got a job was to get away from my job. <laughs> <laughs> I got a part-time job just so I didn't have to work seven days a week. Trying to work to not work. Yeah. So what was the second, what was the follow-up question? Do I remember? So, the yeah. So yeah. Do you remember like, the, like your first catch, whether it be like a person, like, I don't know what, like, what was the item? Well, what do you got, Ryan? Is, is it called a catch? What's it called? Um, they would call it a stat. A stat. Like a stat okay. Like a stat the, the vernacular is stat. Okay. Stat, yeah. It would be a okay, stat. What, right? Yeah. What was your first stat? Oh man. I, I can't even remember. Like, so When'd you pop that cherry? <laughs> <laughs> like my first solo stat, I think my first solo stat was, uh, was in Selma, you know, cause I, mm. I worked, I worked over in Selma. Like I trained in, uh, in Fresno at, at the West Shaw store. Right. Um, and I got, when I got released, I went to, yeah, I went to Selma and it was a guy with a, like a $20 paintbrush. And I remember it because uh, I'm watching the guy and like, I'm like, oh man, this guy's going to, you know, like he looks a little sketchy, you know, but you're watching him from the store, right? Are you watching? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm watching him walk around and like, he's acting weird, you know, like he was like real fidgety looking around and I'm just standing there and he just walked by me. And as he's walking by me, he's like peeling the package of the paintbrush open. And I'm like, holy shit, like this is going to happen. It's all, you know, it's like, (laughs) hell yeah. Like I I was super pumped. And the guy was like a, a taller dude. He, he had a jerry curl looking, he was, a, he was a white guy, had a jerry curl looking mullet, <laughs> like with these big giant glasses. He was wearing all white, like the, and, and like New Balance shoes. <laughs> and, but the crazy thing was like he had paint all over his pants and all over his shirt, but he had no paint on his shoes. And I'm like, did this guy just, ch-? I remember thinking this, like, did this guy just change his shoes into his running shoes before he came in and decided to steal a $20 paintbrush? So I remember uh, I was standing behind him at the contractor contractor checkout and I like after he 
peeled the package open. He threw it under like some wood or something. And he like just shoved it in his back pocket real quick. So I'm in line. I have a bag of Doritos or something. And I'm just standing there and I'm watching him. And I can see the freaking paintbrush sticking out of his back pocket. And he's like acting like nothing. I think he bought like some bolts or something. I don't know. And then he starts to walk out. And I was like, all right, cool. And it was my first stop. And my first stop, he did not want to come back inside. And, you know, like your adrenaline's going. And it's just like, shit, like, do I really got to fight this guy right now? Like for a paintbrush, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Back in the day, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to put him on his head. And uh, so I run outside and I get in front of him and I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, you know, loss prevention, you know, loss prevention. <laughs> Did you have a badge? No, we didn't have a badge. <laughs> but that's that was during the transition. We had, a, you know, after the transition from loss prevention to asset protection, <laughs> they made us get a pop gun stupid <laughs> badges where you got you got to show your badge. You know, like, oh, like, man, I'm not a rent a cop. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> um, so I walk out and I'm like, loss prevention. I put my hand out. I was like, you need to come back inside with me, man. Let's talk about like your the paintbrush that you stole. And you could tell like instantly this fucker was going to run, you know? And like, he was like looking for his, his escape routes. He this, brought, he brought new balances for sure. He was yeah, running. Yeah. yeah. I, and I was green. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really know the signs of like, this guy's going to run or he's going to walk back in. Cause there are signs. It's like body language, you know? And, and he's looking around and, and like, I'm like, Oh shit. Like he's going to run. And I had too much space, too much space uh, in between us. And he just took off. He bolted for $20 fucking paintbrushes. $20 pretty paintbrushes. You know, you worked in Paint Allen. Yeah. Pretty paintbrushes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so he's running. And here's the thing. It's like on the front apron of the Home Depot, we had a stack of like $99 barbecue pits. And rather than run to the parking lot, this guy, you know, wants to run adjacent to the $99 barbecue pits. So I take the angle. And I'm like, I'm sidestepping like a fucking linebacker. <laughs> and like, I'm taking that hard angle, right? And he's like running and he's not paying attention where he's going. So he's like kind of tripping up to the barbecue pits, which kind of gives me some time to catch up to him. So as soon as I caught up to him, he turns to like book it and I stiff arm his ass and he flies into the fucking barbecue pits. Yeah. I think he knocked down, like he knocked down about eight of them. <laughs> like just, boom, just toppled them all over and they all fucking fell over and I jumped on them and I fucking... I grabbed him. I like, I got him in like a little, like a wrist lock or something. Like, you know, I picked him up. I'm like, fucking idiot. This is a $20 fucking paintbrush. He just went fucking back inside and we had to do this shit. So I remember bringing him back inside and there's like fucking 15 associates out there just watching me. And this guy's like flailing and shit. And we had this big ass giant manager that was just standing there watching me. And like managers can go hands on. Like if they need to, they can help. And he's just sitting there. And like, finally, like the guy wouldn't calm down. So I like, I fucking like trip him and put it on, put him on his belly. And then like, I was like, call the cops. So, so they called the cops and I just sat there with my knee on his back um, until the cops came and then they took him. Damn. Did you, would you ever find out what, what happened to him after that? Oh, they let him go. Cause he was back in the store like the next day, <laughs> you know, just like nothing, just, oh, oh, oh. and, and the funny thing is, is like one of my buddies caught him like a year later in the Selma store for doing the same shit, stealing fucking paintbrushes. What an idiot. Yeah. And uh, now, like, you can't even do that. You can't even uh, tackle people like that, right? Oh, and that wasn't even that wasn't even one of the bad ones. I would tell people before the guy would walk out, I'm going to kick this guy in the face. <laughs> like, I would, say, I would say that, like, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I swear, like, I'm gonna do whatever I can do, but I'm gonna try to kick him in the face, like purposely, if he, you know, if he walks out. 
And you I give him that, that Undertaker boot to the face. The oh, sweet chin straight music. Up. Straight up. Like, it was funny because, the, the and this wasn't, a lot of it happened in Selma and a lot of it happened at the River Park on Depot. That's where a lot of the action was. Selma because it was like by the 99 and like, the thing about Selma is like the cops didn't give a fuck what you did to him. Like, I fucked this guy up <laughs> so bad one day. Like, and the cops came in and they looked at him and he was all bloody and shit and they're like, what happened to this guy? And I was like, I kind of shrugged my shoulders. And I was like, he fell. And I'm like, yeah, he fell. He stole gum. <laughs> no, this guy, like he tried to walk out with a cart full of like power tools. I was actually on my way to work and I get a phone call from my boss. And he's like, Hey man, where you at? And I'm like, I'm getting off the freeway. And he's like, all right, there's this guy that's going to walk out a garden, like go out there. And I was like, all right. And that's the, I, you, you remember Charles ran? Yeah, yeah. 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 So I told Charles, I was like, I'm going to kick this guy in the face if he decides to run. And I didn't even know what he looked like. I was just like, I'm just going to kick him in the face. It's just some old lady. <laughs> exactly. He got to like, he got to like three people for, before he got to the right guy. Beat the shit out of people so, walking out. So it was like around springtime, and we had a, there was a bunch of like roses, like the bare root roses, right? Um, like just stacked everywhere. Just so like, so the, the cameras, like if you're like upstairs or whatever in your office, like, are there like a lot of cameras usually like that are like cover every angle or is it only so oh, many no. or there's some for show or it's like, like a lot of them are for show. Like out of all the cameras you see in home Depot, like maybe 10% of them work. Jeez. Yeah. And I'm here over here, just giving away the secrets about good fuck. Well, this was years. Maybe they updated their stuff. No, they didn't. But... They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like, and then like as a thief, if you're a thief and like you're doing shady shit and, and they're stalling like at a register, like, I mean, these guys that got caught, you know, when they had to wait for somebody to look up cameras are fucking idiots because it takes forever. Like after about three minutes, you should know something's up. Yeah. And, you know, they got to go back, put in the date, do all this, open the, open the app, double click on this, go down to here, filter through this. It takes fucking a long time. And they caught a lot of people like that because people are fucking stupid. Damn. You know, so like, let's say, so the most that like I caught like was like that, like a few, th- like three, four thousand dollars. The most that got away, like we, there was, they, they call it like organized retail crime, right? There's mm-hmm. like groups of people that would go up and down the state of California and end up into like Oregon and Washington and would do the same thing and would get away with fucking tens of thousands of dollars. You know, like if, if they're hitting a store, we'll get an email from a store in fucking San Diego and a day and a half later, they're in Fresno. And it's like, oh shit, these are the guys we just got the email about that fucking stole $10,000 worth of shit from a San Diego store. Do you get in a lot of trouble if someone gets away with like a lot of money? Like, do, do they yell at you or do you get in any trouble? No, nah, like towards the end, like towards the end, I started like, I was just like fucking done. I was like, I would, sometimes I just be like, fuck it. I don't even care. You know, they just got let so- people slide. Oh, I didn't give a fuck. If they were going to fight, I'd be like, man, I ain't, I don't want, I'm fucking too tired for this shit today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just get the fuck out of here. I'm all out of front kicks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Do, um, has anyone like when, when you're doing it, has anybody like threatened you like verbally or anything or like try to attack you with anything? Yeah. Like there's a few times that, you know, guy tried to stab me, you know, screwdrivers, like being stabbed with a screwdriver was really popular <laughs> or like, or like blades. Um, I never really got hurt. My boss, my boss, like my store manager at River Park, a guy pulled out a knife and like, I, I didn't know he grabbed, he pulled out a knife cause I had like his back and I was choking him. 
And uh, he pulled out a knife from his pocket when he went to fucking reach up. My, my boss like went to grab his hand and he stuck him like through the web of his uh, thumb and finger. And my bot like fucking this dude was a big dude too, man. And he fucking booted him so hard in the face, dude. As I'm choking the guy, like he was so pissed off, dude. And we're, we're like off to the side by like tool rental. And I'm like, I have the guy's back and the guy's not moving. And fucking he just, my boss just got stuck in the hand with his fucking knife. And he soccer kicked this motherfucker so hard. Like his head hit my chin and that shit hurt me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> I like, and I got up and I was like, holy fuck. Like, oh my God. Like, whatever. Like, fuck it. What did you do? Did, did it break his nose or his teeth or was he bleeding or? Oh, he, he busted him good. He kicked him right in the, like, right, right along the like fucking orbital bone right here. And his shit was all swollen, but he was all fucked up anyway. And then I remember I, 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 this one dude tried to fucking hit me with a uh, a hammer, the end of a hammer. And like, he got me on my arm, but like, he didn't, he didn't get me hard. And I remember I fucking smashed his face into his car so hard that his front teeth fucking busted. Like, like all of his teeth right here. I hit him fucking threw his head against the, the car so bad, dude. And he was like spitting teeth out as he's fucking sitting on the ground. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get fired for this. So he tried to hit you with a hammer and he missed? Kinda, yeah. He hit me with like the the wooden part of the hammer. Oh, he did hit you. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say if he missed, you could have said, "Can't touch this." <laughs> hammer time. I know. Right? I know. Dude, I'm sorry, people. Right, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, you, I'm no, sorry. You should have. You should have been. Stop. You should have been LP too, Ryan. <laughs> you, you, you guys would have been a good duo. I'm always <laughs> trying to get out of work. <laughs> Johnny would have been messing them up, and Ryan would have come up with the puns. Um, I used to do amateur LP work also because um, um, the loss prevention people knew me because of Johnny. So then <laughs> they would like they would call Big Ryan over if they need if they if they were on the solo. To call Huggy Bear, Huggy Bear, yeah. out three. So they would. I mean, I wouldn't get into. Uh, I held somebody's arms back one time, but they would just be like, "Hey, I need you to wait outside garden if the, in case this guy runs." Did I tell over. you about the time where I fucking uh? I thought I broke that guy's arm when I was a manager, you know, cause I, I made the transition from loss prevention mm-hmm. to like a department head and then to a, finally a manager. Right. I, and uh, I was at the river park store and this guy was like trying to do refund fraud for like two grand or whatever. And again, one of those guys that waited for way too long cause he shouldn't have waited that long. So it's his fault. And the LP there was a pretty big dude. His name was Jason. He don't listen. He's not going to listen to this podcast, He's a fucking, <laughs> but uh, first names are okay. Yeah, yeah. he uh, he goes to stop the guy and the guy starts fighting him. And I'm like, oh, shit, I need to help this guy. So I jump in and like you could see it on the video. I was like, I was so proud of my technique. because I was like, man, that's a well executed fucking standing Kimura right there. You know what I mean? Like, so like I had the guy's arm and I'm controlling his arm. And like you see me transition from the front around the back to like a, a Kimura grip. Right. And I fucking pulled the, his arm back to the middle of his back. And when he kept fighting, I like started scooting my butt to the ground and then just cranking his fucking arm. And then I feel his arm fucking just snap, just pop. And he yells, ah, oh, you broke my fucking arm. And like, I was like, I didn't break shit, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it was broken when he walked in here. I was like, I'm just holding you. You're the one fighting. I'm just holding you. And uh, he sat on the ground. The ambulance got there. They put him in a sling and shit. His fucking elbow was all swollen. I was like, fuck, dude. But when I watched the video, I was just like, yeah, you can't really tell what I was doing unless you know what I was doing. But like, it was pretty fucking flawless. I was pretty fucking impressed with my technique. (laughs) 
I was like, that's all that jujitsu training finally paying off. Were you just dreaming of combos or submissions that you could pull off against these people? Oh, all the time. All the fucking time. Like, I had a guy that I had to go to court for. Um, and when I was in court, you know, his defense attorney was saying, like, I use too much force or whatever. But when I was in court, I had to reenact how I was able to hold him down and what I did. And, like, so we stopped the guy. Come here. Come here. I'm going to ease you again. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's how it went. <laughs> um, so, so we stopped the guy. And uh, I grab his arm and like, he starts fighting and my buddy Ken um, had his other arm. And like, I was like, Ken, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to throw him. And like, he's like, well, so I did like a, just a simple little fucking, like a, like a little hip toss to the front and his fucking legs went up over his head. And the guy's like going face first in the, in the asphalt. And like, I grab him so he doesn't fucking face plant and he lands on the ground. As soon as you, as soon as he went to the ground, he like started reaching in his jacket. And I was always worst case scenario. Like, I'm like, this motherfucker going to pull out a knife or a gun or something. So I grab his arm and then he's like trying to bite me. So once we get everything out of his jacket, he's still kicking and shit. And uh, I'm like knee on belly. I'm knee on belly controlling his arm, you know, like straight arm lock against my fucking chin. And I'm like putting, putting a little pressure and he's still moving. And then he has some chick there and she's like running up to me. She's like, I'm going to kick you in your fucking face. And I'm all, bitch, you better get the fuck away from me. And uh, <laughs> and Ken was, uh, my buddy Ken was right there. And Ken jumps up and he fucking like grabs her and throws her on the ground. Meanwhile, the guy's like, he was a little dude, but he was a flailer, right? And he's like trying to bite me and shit. So I take his leather jacket and I do like a, a just a cross collar choke. So like I have my knee on belly and I take his leather jacket. I wrap it around his neck, reach my arm under his head and I grab his fucking collar to his jacket. And then I do bow and arrow choke. So I fucking grab his pants and I start stretching him out. And this motherfucker is like, ah, ah, ah. and people are videotaping it and shit. And I'm like, I'm not applying pressure, but every time he moves or tries to do something, I fucking squeeze a little harder. And then like, you know, it, it just going through my head, like all these transitions that I did afterwards, I was like, man, I, I won that one. And then I had to reenact it in court and everybody fucking talk shit. And they courts a motherfucker, man. I don't like going to court. Was well, it all moves worked in real life situations? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did court ever last longer than a day? Oh yeah. That, that one I'm talking about, I had to go back like three or four times. Jeez. And like, I remember on the, on the jury, cause it was a jury trial. Like it went all the way. So there's a jury up there. And uh, I remember as I'm explaining all this, there was a super hot chick on the jury and all I could fucking do when I like, I was like, I'd look at her and shit as I'm fucking doing this. And she's like, <laughs> I could tell she's getting all hot, dude. <laughs> John, he's like, you getting all this? <laughs> and like, I see, oh, ma'am, I'm gonna guy, need you to reenact this really quick. I seen, I seen a guy that was on the jury. I seen a guy that was on the jury. Ended up, he ended up going into Home Depot, and it was this old, fat, bald guy. And he like, he comes in and he's like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, you remember me?" And I'm like, "No, I have no idea who you are." And he's like, "Oh, I was on that jury." And I'm like, "Oh," he's like, "You trained jujitsu, huh? You trained jujitsu?" And I was like, "Yeah, a little bit." He's like, "No, no, no, more than a little bit." He's like. The girl, you know, that super hot girl that was on the jury, her boyfriend trains jujitsu and, and she was telling us that, you know, that skill and that's fucking da da da. I was like, she was all hot, huh? I remember telling him, like, she was all horny, huh? <laughs> yeah, he probably is like, man, I'm trying to apply for your job, man. I'm trying yeah. to be just like you. And it's like way older than you. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. It was so funny. And I was just like, man. Well, you I mean, also you, I mean, you, you wouldn't even have to wear like an apron or anything, right? You just kind of wear whatever you want. Cause you got to blend in. Right. Yeah. I would always wear my famous fucking 
a famous shirt with, you know, whatever the hell I wanted. <laughs> but LP, it seems like they're they're always kind of noticeable. Like who? LPs. Oh yeah. Yeah, especially now. Like I can pick them out when I go to Walmart and shit, and I see. No, I was at Target, and there's this guy following me. And like he all he was just popping up wherever I was, and I'm like, and finally I had to tell, him, hey, are you fucking following me, dude? He's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, I was like, I know when somebody's following me, and you're fucking following me. I was you like, what are you following me help for? These? And he's have like, you- oh, oh. I was like, dude, I'm not gonna steal nothing. I was like, I got fucking, I got fucking my wife's fucking pads in my fucking cart, dude. You think I'm gonna steal that? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> It's because I like to browse, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, you get pigeonholed for browsing. Have you ever uh, like, I mean, like you've been down with that job for a while, but have you ever like seen anybody stealing stuff or anything? Oh, yeah, dude. Just the other day when I went to Home Depot, <laughs> as I was walking in with my son, as I, my son, I'm holding him on my right hand. Like he's walking in with me and this guy's walking out of fucking Home Depot. Like, and you could tell he has shit in his fucking jacket. Right. So as he's walking out, some like septic tank cleaner falls out of his fucking jacket and he's like booking it and he walks so close to me i grab him by the arm like i fucking just hit him like on his forearms boom hey motherfucker and he's like i wasn't gonna do anything but he like got all scared he took off running and i was like oh fuck i guess he's stealing <laughs> like he walked right up on me like and I, like literally i just fucking i just was like bap and i hit his fucking hand what's um i remember you, you like you said a story one time you you tackled the guy uh, one time or I don't know what you did exactly, but he shit his pants. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that was in Selma too. And that was right when I first started, this was a, cr- I was just fucking thinking about this today. Like, I'm going to go to Selma Home Depot fucking this weekend and just watch the barking lot. It's weird. I was, <laughs> like, really, I was just thinking about this shit today. <laughs> I think about that crazy. at least once a week. Cause, uh, um, Ain't so some this, shit. it was this dude, it was this guy, that older guy. Um, big old like it looked like just a fucking chopper riding fucking handlebar mustache wearing bald head fucking just big old dude man um and we call them the what do we call them the fucking the wire bandit something stupid because he always stole wire right but do you approve ryan do you approve of that name it's a work in progress uh it's like the sticky bandits the wet bandits the wire bandits yeah that's good we had a we had uh, pictures, a whole case file on him, everything like, and his MO, what he would do, he would come in and he would, he would uh, price change. He would take these $1,500 rolls of wire and put a ticket on it for 75 bucks. And the guy would print his own UPCs at home. Damn. And they, you know, a sticker, a UPC sticker, slap it right over the, the original one. And you can't even tell the difference, but I knew who he was. I knew what wire he had. I knew how much it cost. And so I'm in the parking lot waiting and it's just me by myself. And I had like an ASM that was helping me, but, um, I'm on the phone with the, with the garden cashier and I'm like, Hey man, how much was that wire? And he's like, uh, 75 bucks. And I was like, cool. So he walks out and I go up, I go up to him. He's pushing a flat cart and I'm like, Hey man, like stop right there. (laughs) Stop right there. And he fucking, uh, he just dude, like full head of steam, like a fucking rhinoceros dude tried to run me over. He pushed his cart off to the side. And he fucking, I just see him just barreling towards me. And and like, I'm talking like, he was a bigger dude, man. And my first initial reaction was like, double leg this motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't have time to do anything. And I was like, double leg. Like, if you drop into a double leg, he's going to topple right over you. So what I fucking just dropped and I I like double legged him. But when I double legged him, I shot straight up. And like his feet, there was a, there was like a Toyota Tundra 
parked in the parking lot. And the cashier told me that the guy's feet went higher than the camper that was on the Toyota Tundra. <laughs> Damn. And he fucking hit the ground. Boom. And as soon as he hit the ground, like I drove my fucking shoulder into his belly, like a good double leg. Right. And yeah. all I heard was fucking. <laughs> and he fucking, he like, he stiffens up like a board. He stiffens up like a board. And he's like, oh man, get the fuck off me. And like, I'm fucking take his back and shit. And he's like, I, I just, I just fucking shit myself. And all you hear is fucking. <laughs> and it was that fucking nasty tweaker shit. Like the fucking, like the panic shit. Oh man. Like, right. You know, the panic shits, right. And you're fucking like, oh fuck. Like I got shit. Like, cause I'm nervous or whatever. Fucking, it was disgusting. And like, and like, so I cuff him. I was able to fucking cuff him. And uh, he's still shitting. And he's, oh, I just had surgery. And he has a big old fucking, he has like staples all the way up his fucking belly. And uh, I go and I sit him on the fucking retaining wall of garden. And he's still shitting himself. And like, they're like, take him to your office. I'm all, fuck no, this motherfucker's <laughs> shitting. <in the> bathroom. <laughs> I take him anywhere. Take him to the koala station. <laughs> <laughs> so when the fucking cops got there, when the cops got there, uh, they fucking showed up. And, and like, I was like, dude, this motherfucker just shit itself, bro, all over the place. I gave him the report and everything. They fucking, uh, they brought a paddy wagon to put him in a fucking paddy wagon to take him to jail. And, uh, yeah, dude, that, that one was crazy. That was my biggest bust. Like that was within the first year that I was there. And like, I remember getting, I remember getting fucking, um, phone calls from our, our, uh, or our organized retail crime lady. And she was all happy. She was like, Oh my God, he did such a good job. Blah, blah, blah. But like that, I, I got mad respect from the fucking kid in garden. Cause he was like, that motherfucker was big. I was like, he may be big, but I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> Johnny, your uh, shitting the pants stats are through the roof. You're number one in the district. <laughs> it's just yeah. a picture of him with the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, just in front of a pile of shit. Yeah, dude, that's nuts. That makes sense, though, to put him in a paddy wagon instead of the, the car. I always wondered about that. Like, once they shit themselves, like, you know... How, how do they transport them? Because and you don't want to like, throw them in a car. I guess like like that that fucking um, me like throwing them on the ground like that fucked him up because like he had to go to the hospital because some of his fucking staples on his stomach came undone. And like he was like fucking oozing out of his belly and shit. Oof. Yeah. And the reason I was thinking about it today is because uh, the cop that showed up and that did the report was a young dude, bald head, like pretty, pretty yoke, little Mexican guy. And uh, I seen a cop that looked like him today. And I was like, oh. And I remember he was so mad because like when we showed up to court, the guy that was at court didn't look anything like the guy I fucking busted. And I was like, that's not the fucking same dude. And he's all, it is, man. He just shaved his fucking Fu Manchu and yada. I was like, I don't know, dude, but it doesn't look like the same guy. I was like, it's not that fucking serious, man. I was like, it's fucking Home Depot. Like, I'm not going to, if that's not the guy, I'm not going to say it's the guy because it's fucking yeah. Home Depot. They're a multi-billion dollar company. They can fucking afford to lose Fifteen hundred dollars every now and then. So it wasn't the guy. I don't know. I couldn't say a hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. you know it, it just he was smaller. You know, it, granted, it had been a few months since like we went to court, but like he was smaller. He didn't have the Fu Manchu. I remember the guy having a scar on his head, but like I didn't see a scar on this guy's head, and I was like, I, dude, I don't think that's the same dude. I was like, I don't know, and they're like, yeah, that's the guy. I was like, well, I can't tell you with 100% confidence to that be on my conscience if I put away the wrong guy. Innocent man in jail right now. Couldn't you check his, like, stomach scars? Yeah, I don't know, but they asked me if I recognized him, and I was like, do I, I was like, I don't recognize this guy. And I even mentioned the stomach scar. 
I was like, if he has a fucking, and they're like, well, that's not, they said the same thing. Like, can you identify the man in this courtroom? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I can't say, yeah, I can't tell you. Yes. Like, shake nah. his pants really quick. I know, right? <laughs> Make him take a shit so I can smell it. <laughs> I want to smell it. Forget that smell. It was a Exhibit. distinct smell. You know what Exhibit it smelled like, a. Ryan? You know what it smelled like? You know when mom gets the shits and she shits in the bathroom, it just fucking reeks so fucking bad because all the coffee and the fucking bullshit she eats? That's what that shit smelled like. I was going to say, like, you're pretty much the reason why I, like, almost, like, I want to say 75, 75% of our friends worked there at one point. Yeah, because I just kept giving people jobs. Like, I'm that telling awesome. you that. And then I was like, hey, Nicole, like, uh, give my brother a job. Okay. Hey, Nicole. <laughs> Give so-and-so a job. Okay. Hey, Nicole, give Andrew a job. Okay. Give Eric a job. Okay. Give Alan a job. Okay. <laughs> it was like everybody. I got every Stevie. You know, we got Stevie. So a job. many people worked there. It was yeah. awesome. And then, Ryan, you remember the fucking, the candy heist of fucking 2008? <laughs> Can I forget? They fired a whole squad <laughs> in fucking one night. <laughs> Except all you guys. <laughs> like you and uh, well, I, was, I wasn't part of that. I mean, I was a night guy, but I wasn't part of that squad, the candy brigade. Oh, we we fired like twelve people for stealing candy. Was that a an LP incident? Like, were you guys behind that? Uh, you guys got the bust. So so the what candy heist. The candy heist was uh, my boss at the time was like, oh man, we got to Like they would always push us because they were what you call like external shoplifters, meaning everybody from the outside that didn't work there. And then they called them internal shoplifters, meaning all the people that did work there. So he was like, man, we're getting pressure. We need to get some internals. We haven't had any. And like, he's like, I got this little covert camera. We're going to stick it in this box and we'll put candy. We'll bait everybody with some candy. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is kind of fucked up. But, I, you know, like, I don't want to lose my job or whatever. But it's like the bait car. Yeah. So like literally a fucking box of candy in the training room. And there was this one box that was in the corner the top corner with a hole poked in it. Like to Ryan's point, it was super obvious. And people would come in there during their break and they'd snatch a bunch of candy and they'd eat it, you know? And like, as we reviewed the video, it was like one by one, dude, everybody going in there. And I remember fucking yeah. Stevie. I remember Stevie and Thomas were working together, right? And after everybody's coming in and they're fucking, we're firing them and they're walking out. I fucking walk up to Stevie and Thomas and I knew they didn't do anything. And I was like, Hey guys, uh, uh, I gotta talk to you guys in the office. And their fucking demeanor, bro, they just sunk <laughs> into their fucking like, damn oh, fuck. And I was like, nah, I'm just fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh motherfucker, we thought we were gonna get fired. Like, Why? One, you don't need any candy. One by one, they called them over the loudspeaker to the office. Right? I'll never forget these names: Jahari to the office, Robert. Oh, those big Robert. Little Robert, um, what the fuck it? Big Dion, Little Dion, I think, or maybe it was just Big Dion, and uh, it was just they they were, they just called them one by one, and fucking some of them went and some of them just left because they already knew the Damn. jig was up. Yeah, I remember in Jahari's they found um like a box full of those um Oreo. Oh yeah, in his locker. <coughs> those uh, what do you call them? Those like Oreo bars, yeah. those milk chocolate, those white ones. Mm -hmm. The Hershey's I mean, ones. There was just boxes. It wasn't like, oh, here's a payday. It was like, this is a box of payday. It's a box of fucking Hershey's. It was like, you know what started that was uh, the vendor that would come in and do the candy. <coughs> she complained. 
She was like, hey, I need a safe spot to put my candy. And they're like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, well, I leave it here. And when I come, there's empty wrappers and there's fucking candy missing. There's a bunch of candy missing. And that's what triggered the fucking the candy heist. Entrapment. Uh-huh. I, mean, I, I don't know how sense. legal it was because, like, you're not really in the state of California. You're not really supposed to record or like anybody without their prop, like consent. But I don't know because it's Home Depot public. You know, I don't know. I thought I thought you can't have audio with it or something. I thought you mm-hmm. can record as long as there's no audio. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Have do you know um like anybody who's ever like planted evidence or anything like on on somebody? Like on uh, like, like just in general, like has uh, I don't know, just, just like somebody just setting somebody up on purpose or something, you know? Yeah. I, fuck, I did that shit a whole bunch of times. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I like, 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 so, so like, What's the statute of limitations? Like, I remember there was these, like this guy that would come in and he'd always steal shit from us, but we could never fucking catch him. Like he always made us, right? He'd be like, oh, there they are. And he'd dump whatever he had in his pockets. And you would see him sticking shit in his pockets and this and that. And uh, I was there with a buddy of mine and like, I was like, fuck this guy, dude. I was like, grab a fucking pack of locks. I was like, we're going to grab his ass and we're going to take him to the back. And I was like, and we're going to fucking pull this pack, like thing of locks out and say he stole them. And he was like, fuck it. He's, and this guy that I was telling is like a square. He was always like, oh no, man. But like, he was, he was so fed up with it. He was like, fuck it. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go stop the guy. And the guy's like, oh, I don't got nothing, bro. And I was like, and I had to lay some law on him, right? I'm like, hey, man, do you know in the state of California, if you conceal something on your body while you're inside of a retail establishment, you're still breaking the law. And he's like, what? And like, so we get in there and I'm like, oh, well, what about these? And I threw the locks on the fucking counter. He's like, those are mine. Those are mine. Fuck you. Those are mine. And I was like, hey, and I think his name was like Ray or something. I was like, hey, Ray. I was like, who do you think the cops are going to believe? And he fucking, he just sat there and he's like, what do you need from me? I was like, just sign this paper and say I caught you. Okay. And I fucking let him go. <laughs> Did you ever yeah, see him again? But, yeah, a few times. He, I, I caught him in Selma <laughs> and then I caught him in Kings Canyon for throwing shit over the, uh, over the fence. And like, oh, as soon as I yeah. walked up to him, as soon as I walked up to him, he turned around. He's like, fuck. And I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, this time I don't got put shit on you though. And he was like, oh, it is what it is. He was cool. Like it, that, that dude, like we became friends and shit. And we were talking about <laughs> fucking and like, Hey man, you already know. And, uh, oh. I caught, yeah, I caught him a couple times. A partner of mine caught him a couple times and he was funnier than shit though about it. He'd be like, I'm going to be back tomorrow. See if y'all catch me tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, I'm going uh, to fucking, you know, I'll catch you. Now that you mentioned it, I remember somebody took, took a ladder or they grabbed one of the, the ladders from the garden area and they put it on the that very last aisle, which is the brick aisle. Mm-hmm. And they decided that they were going to steal Echo um, chainsaws. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, they, I guess they had a bunch of them. And this is before they, they started locking them up and everything. And they tried to, they got on top of the ladder. And they try to throw them over the fucking the <laughs> fence, and they didn't make it. So when I walked in, like the next day, there was like five fucking chainsaws that were stuck in between the the wall and the bricks and shit because they couldn't get they couldn't get them over. I caught this guy. I caught this guy at fucking the Kings Canyon store that tied a rope through the spider wrap of a chainsaw, 
you know, the spider rat would go across. He tied a rope through it, and then he threw the rope over the fence. And he went on the other side, and he was hoisting it fucking around. And, like, when I walked out there, I'm, like, looking at him. And I'm, like, watching him, like, in awe for a little bit, right? I'm, like, man, this is – guy's good. Like, he can't help but be impressed. And I'm, like, I'm standing there, and then he finally sees me, and he lets go of the rope. And he's, like, I didn't take nothing. He's, like, I didn't take nothing. It didn't get over the fence. And I was like, you know what? You're fucking right, dude. Like, you didn't get over the fence. You technically didn't steal anything, so I can't really stop you. I was like, that was pretty fucking good, dude. I was like, I give you props, man. And then Johnny put the, the locks down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're lucky. I fucking, I fucking rock-bottomed them real quick. Did you, uh, did you, was there any, uh, any hot, like, hotties that, uh, that, that you caught? Like, hot yeah. chicks? I mean, there was actually, there was this one, there was this one gangster chick that I caught. Uh, she was a, a white girl, tall, fucking um, big old butt, dude, and big old tits. And like, so I busted her. She was stealing for her boyfriend. Her boyfriend was out in the car. And I remember when I was busting her, I was like, damn, this chick's hot. <laughs> and so my boss was with me and we get into the, uh, we get into the little LP office and I start fucking just straight macking, dude. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna end up banging this chick. Watch. I'm telling fucking Charles, I'm gonna end up banging this girl. And sure enough, like uh, before she left, she's like, Hey, like you got a Facebook or something. And I'm like, fuck facebook i was like here's my number like text me and uh she walks out and as soon as she walked out she texts me i ended up meeting her at a casino later on that day (laughs) (laughs) and and uh i came back and told my boss the next day and he fucking didn't believe me so i had to show him pictures and he fucking (laughs) so yeah long story short yeah she was hot and she was a thug though she was a thug did did she try to steal stuff at the casino no no (laughs) Maybe you needed a thug in your life at that it point. Was, it was it was her birthday. It was her birthday. So like her grandma fucking booked a room for her at Chichancy. And playing bingo. Yeah, we're playing fucking bingo. Bingo ho. Twister. Um but yeah, it was it was crazy. Was and there a lot of, again? Was there a lot of uh couples stealing? Bonnie's and Clyde's? There was. There was this one fucking this one couple that was like, no, the guy came back fucking four in the morning looking for me, like knocking on the door with night crew with a fucking shotgun Ooh. because I talked so much shit to the guy. Um, he fucking, it was him and his fucking partner would talk shit. I'd be like, shut the fuck up, you little skinny motherfucker. I was like, you and your fucking. Hang on. Somebody's walking outside my house. <laughs> it's that guy. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I would talk so much shit, man. And like, uh, it, it the funniest thing ever. And one day I just pissed him off to the point where he came back to try to shoot me. What happened after that? Did they, uh, cops come and arrest him? Like, Johnny met the, met the, we had, like, we had, a, uh, we had pictures floating around. The guy with the shotgun. Yeah. No, but yeah, um, a lot of couples, a lot of, a lot of like, a lot of, chicks that would steal with their kids which is pretty fucking sad old lady i remember this old lady fucking paid me like 300 bucks to let her go you took it fuck yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> took it and then you fucking turned her in hey, anyway hey what she didn't know is she's gonna let go anyway because she didn't reach the 20 dollar limit <laughs> it was like 15 bucks and she was Jeez. like i'll give you 300 and she drove this big old like ford f550 fucking horse truck with the trailer spot i'm like you're rich as fuck like why are you fucking stealing she's it's like it's just the thrill it, that's what, exactly what she said she's like i can't help myself 
And I was like, but she's all, thank you, honey. Thank you, honey. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. It was right before Christmas too. It was like 300 bucks. Boom. Perfect. What's uh, what's the most creative? Like someone stole something. Was it the dude who hid the things in the cabinet? Oh, no, 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 no. This motherfucker walked in with a stroller and a pair of baby jeans. Fucking, it looked like a kid was in there, but he had like a towel over the, like a blanket over the top. So you couldn't see the top part, but the mother dressed it up with shoes, the legs in a stroller. And he would lift the towel up and fucking put shit in this fucking stroller, but keep it covered. That's smart. Like, it fucking super smart, dude. I like, again, the ingenuity of some of these guys, like, you know, five stars. <laughs> Sometimes I fucking, I would let them go because I fucking, I like their technique. <laughs> I'd be like, this guy, like, you can't help but, like, admire. He went through all this. He bought a stroller. He bought baby shoes. He bought some baby pants with some baby baby socks and a baby blanket to put over the top of it. <laughs> I got to feed my family. You know what game I mean? He recognized the game. And he wore, hey, and he wore, like, nurse scrubs. Ooh. So, like, he would walk around. It's like, oh, this, this guy's a nurse. Oh, taking his son out or something. And he's just ripping us off. And come to find out, when he would wear the nurse scrubs, he would put he had tattoos all over his neck, right? So he would put makeup over his tattoos. Dang. Like so, yeah. So he looked like a like a legitimate freaking like nurse or somebody in the medical field with no tattoos on it, with no prison tats on his neck. Damn. It was it was pretty nuts. And I guess the guy was like the guy had fucking multiple priors. He robbed a bank at one point, like all kinds of fucking crazy shit. It was nuts, dude. That fucking it was nuts. Back to um back to the couples. Um, wasn't there some guy that like was uh he was with his old lady and he like left her behind? There's a lot of those guys. Like I can't I can't specifically tell you which one, but like there was guys that would, you know, they would dip out, they'd take off running and, and just leave their chicks to get caught. And she'd be like, I didn't even want to do this, and he fucking left me. <laughs> And like they would start turning on him, like dropping dimes so fast. He comes in here every day and he steals from you. He's usually here at six or seven. And it's like he always he always steals the same shit. He's always stealing Tide Pods. <laughs> never does laundry. Yeah, no, never does laundry. He sells the fucking Tide Pods at the fucking laundromat in the apartments behind Home Depot. Dude, dime. They would dime him out, or they'd just get so fucking mad, you know. Like the couples were the funniest ones though, because they would sit there and blame each other. Like when you got them both, we'd sit one in one office and one another, and they would talk shit through both offices, like blaming one another. Uh, no loyalty, none. Well, did you guys ever do a good cop, bad cop? Like, were you ever like all I the mean, fucking just, time? Not even, not all even couple, just like all you the, know, oh my god, people. all the fucking time. We would like plan this shit out. Like, I would think of like super troopers. And be like, hey, let's do this. Like, you know what I mean? But the good cop, bad cop was so funny because you would always, I would always have Fred be bad cop. And if you know Fred, he's this little short black guy with beady eyes, like fucking, you know, he always, he, his claim to fame was like, he was a bodybuilder and he, he, all he did was drink beer. So he had a big old belly. But like, I guess when he was young, he used to bodybuild. And the way he used to say, he was like, man, I used to bodybuild. Once I get my protein shakes, I'm going to start working out again because I used to bodybuild. And like a little fucking guy, but he would always be bad cop. Ah, oh, he would tell, he would threaten people with them never seeing their kids again, like shit like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I think he liked the bad cop role, yeah, right? He would, be, he would be like, I know people. He's all my my wife works for fucking child services. He's be like, I can make it so you never see your kids again. <laughs> you got birthdays coming up? 
holidays, I'll make it so you never see him. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I'd be sitting there like, fuck, dude, like, is this fool for real? Like, I don't even know if he's playing right now. <laughs> and Ryan, was was he was was that the guy who always wore like the like the truck stop shirts with like the wolves howling at the moon and always a faded wolf yeah. shirt, like yeah. uh, some kind of like Indian reservation shirt. <laughs> that guy was cool. He was cool though. I mean, he. <clears throat> this isn't even him, but uh, I took a I took a picture of a guy that looked like him. <laughs> that was in the store. Reenactment of a reenactment. Yeah, watch. So I don't know if you see this. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, I can see the resemblance. <laughs> he looks just like Fred. He looks just like Fred, but this guy's wearing a fucking turban. And he looks so much like him. I saved it as his contact picture. <laughs> you got to find a picture of him and then uh, we'll put them side by side and we'll put it on the IG page and we'll take Oh, I have a picture. I have a picture of him, like my fight pictures on my face. I'll get a side by side and I'll send Yeah, get a side by side, send it to Ryan and it'll go up on the IG. And yeah, because he, yeah, I don't know about that. Let's not, let's not. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's put it up there. No, 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 no. Let's, He's not let's, let's, Ryan runs the page. It's on Ryan. Come on, dude. He's not even going to see this. Nobody. Like he's not, he's not but I like Fred, and I feel like that's a. I think I feel like I'm not going to see my family again if he finds out. <laughs> Ryan doesn't want to lose his kids after he has them. <laughs> Ryan got holidays like, coming up. We got Easter coming up. He would like be quiet. He'd be looking around the corner, and then like you know everything would go down. Handcuffs. You take him back, and on the <laughs> way back, he would talk so much shit. Right? Oh, so much like, shit. You like try to run, motherfucker! I slam your head in the ground, and I'm like, slam your motherfucking ass on the ground, anywhere. <laughs> you know, uh, the, one of the funniest stories I have with Fred, and if you could picture Fred, like, you know, Fred, he was like five foot five, maybe five foot six, right? Like, drank a lot of beer, had a big old beer belly, but yet he his claim to fame was he was a bodybuilder when he was younger, and uh, I remember we stopped this guy. And there was two guys, like, it was me, Fred, and then one of the other guys. And they go out and stop the guy. And I'm watching him struggle with this dude. And I'm, I'm sitting back for a cool, like, 30 seconds watching him. Like, they couldn't get the guy to the ground. They couldn't fucking. And the, the guy wasn't very big, but I'm, like, looking at him. I'm like, fuck, these guys are really having a hard time. So <clears throat> I fucking run up, right? And I fucking, like, speared him. I speared my partner, the other guy that was with Fred. I speared him in the back. So they all fell, but they landed on top of Fred. <laughs> and they fucking rolled off of him. And like Fred's laying on the ground. And he's like, oh, oh. And like we get the guy fucking, we get him handcuffed. We pick him up and I help Fred up. And Fred fucking, you ever watch that Family Guy episode where Peter Griffin stubs his shin and he's all, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so Fred, Fred was standing there and like, I guess like he landed on his arm and he's sitting there. He's all, <laughs> I'm like are you all right dude and he's still do he's doing it over and over and i couldn't help but fucking laugh because I, could I couldn't stop thinking about peter griffin when he stubbed his fucking shin and uh oh fuck he was so fucking mad at me i had to call a fucking ambulance for him because he hurt his fucking arm <laughs> he thought he dislocated or something but god it was the funniest thing ever i was like man you fucking you act like you're tough, but you ain't very tough. <laughs> okay, well, that was good. You, you guys got anything else to add, Ryan? You got anything? any other questions or stories? What about you, Johnny? 
I think if I would have been prepared, I would have came with, with some of the good, good, good shit. Like, yeah. I'm I just think that was good, good. <laughs> that, that was, was all good. great. That was all solid. Even that off was, the fly. That was, that was that was good, but like not even like the 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 shit that people did, not even including the criminals. You know what I mean? Like the stuff some of the associates would do. Like I remember Ryan sent me a picture one day from the top of garden. And I racked my brain as to how he took that fucking picture. <laughs> I was hella high up there, dude. Yeah, you were way in the fuck up there. And he sent me a picture and I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did he take that picture? And I was like, I would climb up racks and like get on the top of ladders and get on top of pallets on top of fucking, you know, trying to trying to figure out how he took that picture. And then I was like, oh, he was probably on the OP. But I thought about way that way after. What, didn't you take pictures where your feet were dangling too, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember weird. one of those pictures. Yeah. That shit was funny. I, I don't remember, but I don't think I used any, like, um, equipment. Yeah, it was impressive because I was like, damn, this fucker's high as fuck up there. I remember Ryan, the- Ryan was always up to some crazy shenanigans at work. You're doing everything but work, it seemed like, half the time. We get Scaring we people and... We'd open up the fucking roof latch and we'd go spend like four hours on the roof. I always wanted to go up there. It's pretty sketchy because there's like soft spots. If you step on the wrong spot, you like fall through. Goddamn. Yeah. I, I remember one time there was a guy hiding up there. Like a worker know, or a I customer? Even, no, he was he was getting ready to steal. Oh, we, that... everybody was leaving or something like that. And he he hit up in in one of the up in some black uh, like where the latch was at yeah it was like there because he hid in like the fucking um the janitor's closet and there was like a ladder that would go up to the latch but if you didn't have the key to the lock to the latch you couldn't open it and then there was like you know how the the ceiling tiles have the drop down it dropped down to hang lower so he's like hanging out in there so when everybody left he fucking comes down into the store and, and when they caught him he was wearing a tool belt he fucking grabbed a tool belt off the uh off the rack and like put it on he had a fucking orange home depot shirt on and he had one of those hats those white fucking painter hats that he fucking he grabbed out of the paint department and uh one of the, the manager that responded like didn't even wait for the cops just walked in there and this fucking guy's like hanging out in there and i remember he was like what the he told me he was like what the fuck are you doing in here he's like oh i work here he's like you don't fucking work here i work here just because you wear a fucking tool belt and you have an orange fucking home depot shirt on means you work here you fucking idiot uh, no, you don't. <laughs> but this is like this doesn't like, and I'm talking about the stories that I have as being a manager at the Kings Canyon store. Uh, I've seen more wiener at that store than I probably <laughs> I'm okay with. You know what I mean? There was a guy I walked in on, on fucking jerking off in the urinal, and he was butt naked. Damn. Yeah. Well, where else are you supposed to? <laughs> I know, right? And I I threw him out of the emergency exit with no clothes on. Damn. Yeah. Was it a homeless guy? Um, we call him Spider-Man. So, <laughs> but yeah, he was homeless, but his name was Spider-Man. He had, because uh, he said he had a, a fucking, he got bit by a spider in the cheek and that he has baby spiders growing out of his, of the side of his face. Damn. Yeah. So we call him Spider-Man. He fell asleep in the fucking, in the handicap stall one day and I pulled him out by his feet and uh, yeah, he was soaking wet. Like he, like he took the toilet water and fucking like washed himself with it. It was fucking disgusting. <laughs> Cleansing his soul. Yeah, there's so much shit. Like I used to, like 
I got to a point in my career where I would fucking punk um, customers. Customers would come in, they start talking shit, and they would like talk shit to these 19 year old cashiers, right? And uh, I'd go up there and the cashier would be crying. He'd be sitting there talking shit. And I was like, man, I should slap the fuck out of you. I was like, you're a fucking grown ass man, huh? I was like, feeling, how do you feel making this little fucking five foot Asian girl fucking cry? And be like, damn good. You. He'd be like, fuck you, I ain't gonna do nothing. So I'd start taking my apron off. And I'd be like, motherfucker, like, I'm a grown man first, bitch. You're gonna talk to me like that? I'm gonna slap the fuck out of you. And they'd start backpedaling real quick. Oh, God, it'd be the funniest thing ever. And then, like, but nobody ever told on me. Because, like, I would, I would go up there to have these people, have these, you know, these people's backs. So they would never say shit. They would never, you'd never hear, like, Johnny talk to a customer this way. Maybe I'll thank you, Johnny. Thanks, daddy. Shit was so funny, dude. People would come in with fucking tools and be like, oh, I want to return this. Like, I just bought it yesterday. And I'd look at it and the thing would be like fucking 15 years old. <laughs> and, and the cashier would be like, he yelled at me because I said no. And like, he said, you're going to fucking return it. I was like, I ain't going to do shit, motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I ain't going to return that fucking shit, dude. Take get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, but nobody ever snitched on me, dude. I love, I love that team over there. They were fucking, they were cool. Because it's Kings Canyon and you know. There's no snitching going on. There's a code. <laughs> oh, no fucking snitching. Ryan gave that look. Ryan, Ryan's a King's Canyon guy. You don't want to open up a can of worms and then fucking rat, rat on yourself. You know what I mean? Fuck, right? <laughs> that shit was hot. A fucking a guy pulled his fucking wiener out in aisle nine. And he tucked it between his legs. And he was like walking around like he had a vagina. You know that fucking move? <laughs> <laughs> you know that move, Ryan? <laughs> I've seen it. It was kind of <laughs> funny, dude, because he was all fucking dread. out. And literally in front of this dude, like, drops his pants. He starts shaking his wiener. And then he turns around, and he's like, what do you want to do? He's like, look at this. And he's like, and he fucking grabs his dick, and he puts it between his fucking legs. And he starts waddling around like a fucking penguin. Uh, shit was pretty funny. Most I'm not even here to steal. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't. He I'm wasn't. here to steal he your heart. Show his wiener. That's it. Fucking guy was weird, man. A lot of fucking stupid shit. Maybe on next episode. We yeah, for sure. Deep. We get too deep down this rabbit hole. We can't come up. There's years and years of stories. But yeah. All right. Well, I think that uh, that's a good way to end it with a uh, homeless guy walking down an aisle nine with a mangina. <laughs> mangina. <laughs> so uh, again, uh, we'd like to thank you, Johnny, for being here. This will not be the last time you're on here based off that one story, Let you know. That was great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll sign it off. Ryan, give us a sign off, please. I uh, just want to thank everybody for uh, listening, sending uh, anything you got for us, and uh, go fuck yourselves. I have people skills.